Hey guys, welcome to Athena's Might. I'm your host, Pauline, and this podcast centers around the benefits of strength training for women, female health issues, as well as how lifting benefits women's health in general. Throughout the show, I'll be bringing members from the Lady Lifters, the UNCC female weightlifting team slash club, and we'll be talking about their experiences about how weightlifting has benefited them physically, mentally, and emotionally. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hey guys, welcome back to Athena Smart. This is episode nine. I'm your show host, Pauline Elietta, and I'm joined by a very, very special guest of mine. Do introduce yourself, please. Hi, I'm Paula Alera, or Brody. I am um, Pauline's sister. Wow. So uh, I want to have a quick disclaimer for everybody that wants to listen. Since she is my sister and per my Filipino culture, I will be very not used to calling her Paula because I don't want all the other listeners associated with my honorific name for her, which is Ate. So during this interview, I'll be calling her Paula. And in terms of content, I do want to say that our topic for today will be a little bit explicit. So if you're a little sensitive to that, always feel free to click off this episode or just go and listen through it. So yeah. Wow, this feels very exciting. Wow, welcome, Paula. Oh my God, this this feels awful. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) This feels awful. So um, just to kind of get into the swing of things before we even hit on this huge, heavy topic, why don't you introduce yourself? Um... Well, I'm Paula. I used to be a nurse. Well, technically, I I used to be a, a nursing student. But when you're from the Philippines, you tend to become a nurse, even when you are a nursing student. So I took care of at least 30 patients in the nurse, nursing ward. Um, I was also assigned to um, uh, the med surge ward and the communicable diseases ward as well and also did um operate also did the or and right now i'm a project manager for um software builds and also i'm an up and coming stunt woman so that's who i am all right so we have some credibility here guys i cannot believe it um so i just want to ask paula Ooh, feels weird uh what is your history with like fitness and your journey with that I've always been um, doing martial arts. Uh, I started martial arts since I was 15 years old. And so I put that into use by doing stunt work for movies and I've never stopped since. So right now I'm doing Muay Thai, did Sistema, um, doing Suryakan, which is basically samurai. And I'm trying to get my certification in Balinta Walk, which is another form of uh, Filipino martial arts. Wow, 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 wow. You're like a female Jackie Chan. That is so cool. Oh, my no, God. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Oh, my God. See, this is why I can't keep a straight face with interviewing my own sister. But um, funny enough, I didn't really get into martial arts until, like, just this year. So mm-hmm. I was pretty slow on that. But I did do more lifting. But I will just be honest, uh, she is more of the cardio bunny. Out of the two of us, I hate running. And I hate any form of jogging or cardio besides dancing. So that's what's up. But um, I wanted to ask about your fitness journey because you're very open. And with your medical background and your medical expertise, you were talking about um, having been a nurse. But you also have your own set of, like, medical, I guess, like, health issues. And one of them seems – and 
appears to be like endometriosis. Can you explain like what that is specifically? Well, endometriosis is uh, basically um, tissues growing outside of of your uterus during the time of the month. Um, So instead of just growing inside of it, it grows outside. And um, feel free to look this up. This is in the Mayo Clinic. I'm actually looking it up right now to make sure that I don't give the wrong information. Um, It also, it it involves the growth of the tissues and the ovaries, fallopian tubes, um, and in your pelvis. So um, sometimes it can grow outside of that, but... Yeah, that's as far as I can go right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. Thank you for pulling that up. Um, if obviously because this is about like wellness and whatnot and making sure that women are apt and equipped with like, you know, finding right sources of information to even proceed with a fitness journey. How did you or like when did you suspect you had symptoms of endometriosis or other underlying health issues as well? Um I started having real bad pain since I was 13 years old and I thought that was just a normal thing because in the Philippines it's um, either you just suck it up or not so (laughs) and I chose to suck it up Mm. and (laughs) (laughs) I could never so strong so anyway um but it got worse when I got older so when I was 26 27 I just couldn't take it anymore I there were I had three weeks of nonstop period pain, and of course, it comes with dysmenorrhea. Dysmenorrhea is basically the difficulty in having your periods, and that's what I was having. So it felt like it was my, my, my body was getting knocked over, and I was getting gutted from the inside. I'm sorry for the graphics, but that's, that's how bad it was. I couldn't move for three weeks. Mm-hmm just because of the pain and I went from one doctor to another I went from one emergency room to another and they just all said that oh this seems like endometriosis Mm -hmm. but you know it's it doesn't seem like it is so I finally went into uh, went to my general doctor Mm -hmm. no internal medicine doctor yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and he gave me a shot of uh, anti-inflammatory medication and after weeks and probably two months of pain, mm-hmm. it just disappeared like in five minutes. So at that point, I know that it was endometriosis. I didn't, wa- I honestly did not want to go and get diagnosed with it properly because mm-hmm. it costs so much money. Mm-hmm. And um, and for it to be taken out, for the extra tissue to be taken out, at that point, I didn't have any insurance. It would cost at least, $10,000 or probably more now. $10,000? Yes. Holy shit. Why? But maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but uh, when I calculated all the costs, including my recovery time, including my medication, it it would sum up to $10,000. And I did not have that money at that time. So I went ahead and um, just took the shot. Wow. Literally, literally shot in the dark. That's insane. Um, the reason why... I mean, obviously, like, I don't mind hearing about the graphics is that there's a lot of issues that a lot of women that tend to not talk about, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in the fitness community. Mm -hmm. It's 
from me, like from my experience, and I, you know this, but there's a lot of people that still don't know this. It's like in weightlifting and just overall fitness community on Instagram, not a lot of like the actual health issues for women are talked about. Mm -hmm. And it really sucks because you see all these women that are posting like these exercises will help you do this or do that. But like sometimes they don't have the time or I guess they don't make an effort to really talk about underlying issues that could prevent you from making more progress than you could now if you like kept I suppose suppressing it or keeping like the skeletons in the closet mm -hmm. so I believe it's still very important to talk about this because especially with how there's a lot of sedentary lifestyle nowadays and mm -hmm. everyone's like on their phones some people think you are a lot better than the general population if you even work out and if you're a woman you know what i'm saying yes and uh i think it's super important because a lot of women's images have tended to be very undervalued because mm -hmm. we we have these things mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so like it it does mean a lot to me and i'm sure it means a lot to a lot of other girls or women that could be listening to this because they've never really heard somebody talk about it openly mm -hmm. and how even though it it still pervades your life you're still managing to find ways to be active and mm -hmm. so like even with your symptoms that are flaring and could be awful one month or the next how do you still find i guess the time and even the effort to really push yourself to like work out you know because you're also a workout freak like me um honestly when i felt that pain and i didn't understand what it was mm -hmm. i did not work out for a year you didn't work out for a no? year no really yeah holy shit because like yeah. i was just in pain uh -huh. i was just in constant pain i mean i could squeeze in a workout mm -hmm. um maybe once a month and that was not enough for me because i'm used to um doing my drills like kicking punching um rolling i i couldn't do that because that was how much um how much pain i was feeling as well as fatigue and mm -hmm. it was everything and um so i had to stop my workout when i was feeling that and it was not fun because mm -mm. it was not doing uh, it was not helping me with my psyche because i had to i really do have to work out my body looks for all the training that i've done since i was young yeah and it's kind of counterintuitive when you are feeling that way like when your body wants to give up but you know you have to find that balance but i suppose in that short amount of time it's so fucking hard to find that balance mm -hmm. so like if you don't mind me asking like, what did keep you going um the <laughs> the pain medication really <laughs> no it's not <laughs> it, okay Damn. just a disclosure this isn't um, the pain medicine that they gave me was toradol it was just uh, anti-inflammatory it yeah. was not anything narcotics it was nothing opioids no i did not have that not at all um however uh what kept me going was just I think my motivation, uh, I've, I've always been a per uh, the type of person who loves to have goals. So mm -hmm. I ended up making sure that I kept telling myself the moment the pain goes away, I'm going to go back to my martial arts. Mm -hmm. And so I did, and my martial arts uh, uh, kept me going. Mm -hmm. And... That was good. That was good. And after two years, I got into a car accident. Oh my! God. Yeah, she did. She did get into a car accident with my older brother. So I have. Yeah, I don't know if I stated the amount of siblings I have, but 
she, I have her and then two older brothers. So I am the baby of my family. But yeah, I did remember that car accident and that was awful. Yeah. I was like fighting. I was like, <laughs> I didn't. Wa- I walked with a cane for six months. Yeah, you did walk with a cane, and like we made. <laughs> Damn, we made fun of her. We thought she was old and shit. <laughs> no, that's awful. Scratch that. But yeah, we. <laughs> I remember. I do remember. She had like the, you had like the gray cane. No, it's black. Yeah, it's like a black gray black cane, and then yeah. I think one time I I mimicked you, and I was like, you yeah, look like an English woman. <laughs> So fucked up. And she's like, here I am. I fought a battle and like I got into a car wreck. I'm like, <laughs> you're disabled. <laughs> no, 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 no. Scratch me on that. No, I'm not I'm not being ableist or anything. But it was it's we do like this is our family, like a very Asian Filipino way to deal with it. It's just joking. Yes. But it was like uh I'm not putting out any negative messages, but it's like it was very hard to see my own sister and to see her in that position because like one, she had i think when for me because i'm the youngest and we she has a lot more years on me than whatnot um i didn't really understand Mm -hmm. what's going on with you like Mm -hmm. with your health because like for me i'm open to talk about it and it's very against like the norms in our culture for Mm -hmm. a lot of women to speak about their own experiences yes which is very ironic in my opinion but for me like my i had i'm very fortunate to not have endometriosis or not to be experiencing like weird i guess like period pain because mm-hmm. usually my stuff is usually consistent mm-hmm. so like when she was telling me and listeners I, I shit you not i was like how old was i was i 14 or 12 like i know i was how old are you now I i'm 20 how- oh. you always forget <laughs> You always forget how old I am. I'm 20. I don't look 20. I know, but I'm 20. Uh, I think you were 14 or 13. Yeah, yeah. So I was 14 or 13. Shoot. And I remember, like, Paula would sit me down or I would just check in on her and make sure she was okay in our house. And she would just explain her symptoms. And God forbid, like, I couldn't wrap it around my head. I was like, I can't wrap around the fact that your own body could even do that because Mm -hmm. it's not to say it's an autoimmune disease but like that's that's insane and mm-hmm. i do want to like really want to say like for all the women that do have these con- conditions like even like pcos yeah like, i have you that got, too oh <laughs> my god you got the double whammy yes. oh my lord yeah like to her and many other women that struggle through that and don't feel that you have a safe space to talk about it just know that there are a lot of other women that have these conditions but they still make it work somehow mm-hmm. it's not to say like oh my god you have pcos go to the gym lift five times a week no no no, no. go for a walk come back and do that again because i think like learning about these health conditions and not only do i feel gratitude for my condition it's like making the smallest out of what you've got or dealing with the cards that you're dealt with is very important but Mm -hmm. you also have to remember like you have to take care of yourself yes uh, yeah so rest is important yes every time like you have those yes you have to yes i've been hammering on you so for listeners she has this thing where she will work out when her body is like struggling and i'm like i'll call her this you need to rest and she's like she looks to the window. She's like, that's crazy. What did you say? And I'm like, you have to fucking rest. Like, what are you doing? But that is true. So in speaking of rest and taking care of yourself, like, in, like, the months that you were experiencing, like, endometriosis as well as PCOS, oh, my Lord, and the car crash and, you know, struggling to, like, literally physically take care of yourself, how did you find ways to, like, mentally 
and emotionally support yourself during that time? Because um, mm. I know you baked a lot. Or maybe it's just... That's a really great question. Um, I just never gave up. It, it mm. hurt. It mm-hmm. hurt a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, from one, uh, from one pain to another. It, the only thing that really kept me going was, just one day you'll get back on your feet. Mm-hmm. I just kept telling myself that you'll get back on your feet, mm-hmm. and you'll start to do your martial arts again. Mm-hmm. You'll get more martial arts under your belt. That was the only thing that kept me going, and mm. I think that was my saving grace. And uh, even after my car accident, I, I had like an inflamed, um, uh, uh, one of my discs, I think one of my nerves got pinched in one of my yeah, discs. I yeah, I remember that. You told me you had a pinched nerve. Yeah. And when I Googled that, I was like, oh my Lord. Yeah, I, I still feel it right now. And like yeah. if, I, if I sit down too like long. a certain way? No, just if I sit down too long, my, my left leg goes numb. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I never gave up. And I made sure that I kept up with my um, health, and yeah, that's it. Just never, always, um, always. I always kept going. Yeah, no yeah. matter how hard it was. Exactly, and I think that I really commend you for that because uh, it just sucks. Because I've known a lot of women and girls in your situation, and they just since the moment they can't do something, they gave up, and then they remain stagnant, and they can't really take care of themselves and it's like dude you can you kind of like what you said you have to hope mm-hmm. so i w- it does sound like you are ho- like you held on to that hope for so long and here you are doing stunts yes i don't know how you do it oh. i'd be so tired <laughs> I, god bless <laughs> i could well, never it also, it's also important ab- um of ha- uh having the right people around you yeah you have to have the right people around you and if you don't have that, and mm-hmm. no matter how hard it is, you have to be your own cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. I, we grew up basically with no, without nothing. Like mm-hmm. we did. We, uh, there was like one, this one point, and I kept telling you this. Uh, yes. There's this one point in our lives that we even lived under the bridge, mm. and then we did not have uh, any type of. Uh, electricity we just use mm-hmm. candles and the only thing that i saw was our mother making sure that she never gave up for us mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the things that i got from her was just to keep on fighting no matter how hard it is because as long as you keep on fighting you'll get to where you want to be exactly yeah mm-hmm. and just to give a preface i I did not live under the bridge. I wasn't even born yet. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on. I don't want anyone to be like, Polly lived under a bridge. That's crazy. No, I did not. My no. my sister here. That was me. And I was five, six years old. And um, yeah. And then my our other brother Paulo, uh-huh. um, he was like yep. a year old. Yeah. No, I think I was five, uh, four. Anyway, so it was. Uh, our brother was still very young. Um, after the one after me Mm -hmm. and i was the one taking care of him Mm -hmm. while we were living under that uh that hut under the bridge in the philippines just just disclosure as well um in the philippines you can't when i was growing up you can build a hut under the bridge and nobody would care oh my god that sounds great now (laughs) that was beside a river (laughs) we didn't have proper working toilets at that time oh my god so y'all had to make do (laughs) that is crazy yeah no because when Obviously, like, 
I can't like Wikipedia my own timeline of birth, but when I I grew up in Mintal, right? No, you went. We went from uh, Lanang to Lanang. Mintal. Mintal, and then now here. And then okay, okay, yeah, that was you though. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that is true. That was me. Yeah. So I also just want to add, like, we've had. Oh man, I guess we didn't have a nomadic lifestyle, but I will just say the circumstances that we were dealt with mm-hmm. really played into how we are such fighters and mm-hmm. how I came. Like I, to be honest with everybody here, whoever is listening, wh- wherever you are. I never thought I could come to a point where I could even talk about these issues freely mm-hmm. because I was so insecure of my own body. I was so insecure of not working out. I was so mm-hmm. insecure of like, you know, like basic teenage girl shit. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, how am I going to do this? You know, like, why do I feel a certain way? Or like, why do I look ugly right now? Like it's, it's crazy because I'm only 20 and uh, there's like a new phase, new phrase right now on the internet. It's like your early twenties, like your early twenties to mid twenties is like puberty too. Like it's a sequel to puberty. And I never, hate it. You're never gonna stop growing, though. Yeah. You're never gonna stop having insecurities. It's yeah. just how you deal with them. Yeah, and it's how you cope. And in terms of with that message, I think that I do want to kind of. I guess I I can't break the stigma. I'll say, but I do want to say that for women, if you feel comfortable talking about this, go right ahead because mm-hmm. there's a very good chance that you'll make another woman feel less alone. And yes. If you do talk about it and there's men there, even though I'm going to be honest, most of the time when I've talked about this with my guy friends, they're more shocked and surprised and they're more of, I guess, empathetic Yes, that's to the true. information. And I, it's not to say like to cast men out as like sexist pigs or whatever. Like that, that's bullshit. But like what my sister said earlier, know the people that you want to be with if mm-hmm. you want to make a big commitment to a fitness journey and mm-hmm. lifestyle because – the thing I believe nowadays when you're young is that like you can really underestimate how much change you ha- you can do, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to working out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the right people to support you, if you don't have the right people to know that you have these medical conditions, then it's kind of like you're you're kind of shooting your own foot. Yes. You know? Yes. But in terms of speaking about these issues, how do you mind me asking like Paula? Oh, I feel so weird to say it. Ugh. How what makes you feel like uh open to talking about this stuff like you came here you literally drove from our house you just had a phone meeting you're like i gotta get through a time i'm like all right and i was just sitting waiting like like a duck in a barrel like what i guess motivated you to even come here and talk about it i just i think it's important that Mm -hmm. women or and even whoever is listening it's important to talk about this because sometimes you tend to give up Mm -hmm. even though you know there's still hope yeah. So no matter what type of pain you're feeling, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, because endometriosis took took a lot out of me. Yeah, I, it did. It did. I was I was weak for three weeks every month. Oh, I only sure. had like a week and possibly like if I'm lucky, I had a week to just breathe. Yeah. And then I couldn't walk, nothing. I couldn't do anything. So um my motivation is just, you were asking about motivation, right? Like to even come here and yes. talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah, so you, I, I believe in education and that everybody needs yes. to have at least a little bit of knowledge mm-hmm. uh, to go to, to use mm-hmm. 
I mean, we have cell phones in our pockets. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> true. And yeah. you really have a mini computer at all times. And also another thing that I was thinking of when I was thinking of this episode is that, yeah, it is a little bit more graphic or whatnot, but this is health and wellness. And I've I've met some people that when they talk want to talk about a topic like this, they get like, oh, I don't want to like hear I about it. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I go, that, that confuses me. And the I'm not world, shaming them. Yeah, The world is not made out of rainbows and chocolates. Yeah, it's pain. <laughs> it is pain. pain. It's either you endure it and keep fighting yeah. or you'll just stay secluded in your own box and right. the moment that you leave that box it's you're going awful. to get culture shocked about everything yeah it's it's awful because i don't have endometriosis but i have um what was it pcos oh no hell no thank god <laughs> no <laughs> offense um i have a uh, i think like the what's like the very severe pms oh gotcha yeah, yeah pmdd premenstrual yes. something disorder yeah, so yeah, yeah. And even though it's not uh, endometriosis, it's like, it's in a way, I don't mind talking about this, but my sister, you know, like she experiences a lot of physical pain whenever it has to deal with like medical condition. Mm -hmm. Funny enough for me, I don't experience a lot of physical pain, mm -hmm. but I have a lot of emotional turmoil. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. I have both though. <laughs> well, you, you have both. It's just like, here's the thing too, that, um, that I really want to talk about, especially for girls that are growing up your body is so different mm -hmm. compared yes. to every girl. And yes. I think when I want to talk about these issues, it's that comparison really brings you nothing mm -hmm. because the circumstances, your diet, how you grew up, your mm -hmm. your stability at home, your the mm -hmm. way you were, if you were taught to be fit, not fit, yeah. but like you're taught to like exercise at a young age, it severely impacts you. And when I was growing up, and I had gotten like my period when I was 10 for the first time. Other mm -hmm. girls were looking at me like, you got your period? And then yes. I thought, yeah, I yes. thought like something was wrong with me. Yes. And to hear like a woman talk mm -hmm. about like, hey, it can get a lot worse, but I don't experience it. I've thought like, okay, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Like yes. I thought, <laughs> like, damn, am I, am I wrong? Like what's going on? And so I guess like with that message, like comparison really is the thief of joy yes you know yeah i don't think you need to compare yourself with anybody else yeah no everybody if everybody was the same it'll be it'll, the world will be boring well, that's true and and your and your body chemistry is different yeah your body chemistry and your biomechanics mm -hmm. and i also want to vouch with this episode too even though i've been preaching a lot i don't know why with social media be very careful of who yes. you follow yes yeah like if i'm going to compare myself with other stunt people mm -hmm. stunt women yeah uh, they can do gymnastics. I can't do gymnastics. Yeah. I've tried to do gymnastics before, but unfortunately, because of my car accident, you I can't. just I, I I stayed on the ground and not on the not flying oh around. <laughs> I no. do I do want to do wire work, which yeah. is what I'm trying to do. But uh -huh. anyway, um, I used to be so insecure because I couldn't do those things. However. Um, it turns out that there's different specialties for every stunt. Yeah. So now I'm doing um, combative tactics and uh, military uh, and special yeah. forces tactics. Yeah. So with that being said, you just really need to be happy with yourself. You mm -hmm. need to accept yourself. And it's going to take a while. It does. It took me 20 years to accept myself. Yeah, because I was very insecure when I was young, and after I accepted myself, I accepted the fact that hey, this is the pain I'm going to to feel. This mm -hmm. is the pain that I'm feeling right now, mm -hmm. and I need to be kind to myself because the yes. moment that you accept yourself, 
you're gonna you're going to be kinder mm -hmm. you're going to be happier and you're going to give yourself a rest which <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and here's the thing too like um and i'm very when i say i'm open like i i'm not to say i'm invasive but i've been going through my own personal struggles and especially with my own health like physical mental well-being whatnot it's so important like if you're if you do have like very severe conditions like endometriosis endometriosis like pcos mm -hmm. um what does pcos stand for again poly polycystic ovarian syndrome yeah that um and i want to cover that another time but if you have any like very severe pms where you may have very severe suicidal ideations which is what i have you you have to train yourself for the love of god that is whoever, true. Yeah, I, I had that too. Yeah, yeah, right. For the love of God, whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in, hope or whatnot, please take the time to take care of yourself. Yes. I did not start taking, and she knows this. She's seen it. I didn't start taking care of myself, like literally resting, mm -hmm. until maybe a, a year and a half ago. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I would, the beginning of the semester, I actually didn't know how to eat, um, fully. And by fully, mm -hmm. I mean like three snacks and then. Mm -hmm three meals a day i would just work out three times a day maybe two to three hours max and then eat like one or two meals yes. but that wasn't enough to sustain me yes so and she would look at me like what the hell are you doing <laughs> like we got food why didn't you bring something i wasn't hungry and now i go we have home. a ton of food in the house like literally i'm the i'm the number one costco customer <laughs> oh my god i'm just saying listeners costco is crazy it's like the Ooh. airport for grocery food yeah, exactly i i actually hate going to costco it i just, know that's why i didn't bring you today thank you lord i was <gasps> like i'm fine going into a pop shelf of course and ollie's no mm -hmm. but fuck costco I, know, I don't know i don't have anything personal against it it makes me feel claustrophobic Yes, it's it's also because it's overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. It's, everything's gigantic. Everything's gigantic, and I'm like, bro, please, I just want a sweater. Why? Why did you give me four bundles of sweaters? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, it's nice they're fourteen fifty, but why are they four bundles? Like, <laughs> what, what am I preparing for? The Last of Us? No way. But um, yeah, it's I really did, and I'm very glad that my sister came on because I've been wanting to have her, and she likes, I guess, like the radio type stuff. You don't really, do you? I have no idea what. Well, I'm you doing listen right to now. podcasts. <laughs> I like podcasts. Okay, like yeah. horror stories. Yeah, but she... right now, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just speaking to a mic. Could That's you? true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You be speaking to a mic, but when this gets out, it'll be fun. But um, yeah, and so, however, it's very I, like we've caught we've gone and talked through this, but I really do want to talk about it because I I'm going to. I'm entering a phase in my life where I want to try powerlifting and I see a bunch of like these powerlifting influencers, mm -hmm. but I really wish they could take the time out to talk about stuff like this. Yes, as, yeah. as, as you should. Yeah. Like, Instagram and all the other social media, I was in the digital marketing as well mm -hmm. for a couple of years. I think it was like three years. Yeah. And so, and everything in marketing is just playing um on the psyche of the person yeah right yeah of course I, and, and I no that. offense to all the marketers out there you know i was part of that uh genre too. <laughs> <laughs> i'm also that one right now you're a part of that demographic <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway and i think it's very very important to speak about health issues when you're doing um workouts uh, yes. whatever workouts you have you do mm -hmm. you have to like if i do muay thai i sometimes like come home with with my head feeling like it's in pain because mm. i 
I, I got punched in the face because it was my fault. Yeah. So, you know, and it's important to, f- to um, acknowledge the pain, acknowledge yes. your suffering, because if you don't acknowledge that, you're not going to be able to know where your limitations and you're just going to end up injuring yourself even more. And yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Who could that be? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, uh, I, I just want to talk about it because I am like very been like I'm fortunate and I've said this multiple times, but for me, when I worked out my period, I feel actually a lot better working the day of or the second day rather yeah. than just because of your testosterone. Yeah. Not only that, it's just like for me, my pain is bearable. But it's weird because I think I read somewhere that women tend to have a higher pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like, I'll overexert it thinking, oh, I can tolerate this. I couldn't. No, you have to really set a limit in your yeah. head. Yeah, regardless of how much pain, how high your tolerance is, you have to set a limit. Yeah, so it, it's just, it's a lot of, especially when you make a commitment to not only be fit, because with this podcast, I wanted to redesign, re- redefine that being fit shouldn't be the goal. Yes, it should be being healthy should be the goal. Yeah, it should be mm-hmm. being healthy or sustainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides endometriosis and stuff like that, just please be wary of, obviously, like, learn how to read nutrition labels, learn how to make your own food. Yes. Oh, my God. We make our own food. We do make our own food. We no. make our own bread. <laughs> yes, you make your bread. I, I, I just come home. I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you. I eat this, and I go to bed. <laughs> we make our own pizza crust from yeah. scratch. All right, you're getting me hungry now. But, yeah, like with her, with the theme of never giving up and not comparing yourself, it's also like my part is learning how to define your own standards. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, it's like, yeah, maybe comparing yourself or putting someone like a a fitness influencer you see online maybe Mm -hmm. you can have them as a role model but be careful because not only do you not want to meet your heroes most of the time they have very different like what you said set of circumstances yes and i believe i'm trying to live by this motto now and I, i think if you start young you'll you'll fare a lot better than other people but only compare yourself to who you were yesterday yes because the person you were yesterday Maybe completely different now. She may not have had a workout, exactly. and you did. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, and like, and I'm going to piggyback on that. Like, mm-hmm. for the influencers and everybody that's that's idolizing some uh, a celebrity, I've worked with a couple of like, oh my um, God. some I've worked with a couple of people, and they're just normal people. Sometimes yeah. they're even more normal than them, and yeah. you're. you're you have a more stable life. And mm-hmm. just because they're influencers, it doesn't mean that they're the, the goddess uh, of the world or the god of the world, whoever it is. Yeah, You should honestly be your own hero mm-hmm. because if you're not, who's going to cheer you on? Right. Yeah, no, no one else will. Or people can only do it for so much until mm-hmm. they hit their own breaking point. Yeah, I remember five, six years ago when, you, when uh, my husband and I just started together mm-hmm. we lived like in a house that is full of like holes oh my and i lived in that house full of holes yeah. <laughs> the floors were yeah. full of holes like you're going like one step on the side you're going to slip through it and, and now and that was five four year, four or five years ago and now yeah. we live in a beautiful home we live in a beautiful house with a lot of 
dogs dogs <laughs> there's so much dog for all my clothes lord but yeah. this is not to flex or anything but this is a really important episode to me because i'm learning how to take care of myself mm-hmm. um i've undercovered a lot of like information regarding my own health and it's like it's mind-blowing because i want to talk more about to like how a lot of women, I think, especially in the States, are, like, more conservative culture like us. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of us were talked about this stuff. No, not And a it's lot. awful because it's more like you were kind of expected as a little girl to, like, know these things. But, like, mm-hmm. how can you know when you don't have a woman or a role model or positive mm-hmm. female figure in your life to tell you, like, hey, this stuff happens and it's okay and it'll be different for everybody. Exactly. So yeah. hopefully this podcast is a great means of doing that. Mm-hmm. However, don't look up to me. I'm 5'2 and I'm 20. I don't know shit about life. Nobody <laughs> can look up to you. Wait, what? <laughs> Nobody can look up to no. you. <laughs> they just look down like, oh. <laughs> Where's that little speck of an ant? But anyway. Uh, hey, do you know, like, there's hawks outside? What the hell? <laughs> no, stop. That is crazy. Not on my podcast. I will not be slandered on my own podcast. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. And Paula, do you have to have any last words? Don't give up. No. No matter how hard life is. Mm-hmm. If you're going to give up right now, then it's just over for you. Yeah. You have to really really keep on fighting right find out what makes you fight Mm -hmm. and go work for that go work to get that goal go work to get the job that you want just yeah never ever give up yeah and for me it's to be a parallel that statement learn your weakness and learn your limits yes and know that you're only human and that you should only know that you're trying your best Mm -hmm. But if the best is not achievable or it's not something you can achieve in a short amount of time, be 1% better than who you were yesterday. I talked about that in my last episode. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just be better than who you were yesterday. And research. Yes, research Research. a lot. Research, holy shit. Knowledge is really useful. Yes. There's literally, like, a pocket uh, technology in your... I know, technology. Technological. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm saying. Next thing you know, it'll be holographic. Yeah. 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 It'll be holograms. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyways, thank you guys for listening. And as usual, have a good one.